your morning dose of coffee and sports. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. With uh, Jamie and Jeff, I'm Chuck. Lady Raiders win last night, 82-68. They get uh, 24 from Bree Scott. She was uh, one away from a career high of, uh, of tying the number of threes in a game for her. She went four for five last night. Uh, ladies um, shot 52.9% last night, but they were three of 14 from the three-ball line, 23 of 30 from the free-throw line, and uh, beat a team in Oral Roberts that uh, featured three in double figures, including Hannah Cooper. She had 30 points last night. Good game. Yeah, so she, had, she had almost half of their points. Uh, they shot themselves out of it from the field in the fourth quarter because they went oh of their last five, one of their last nine, and no field goals in the last 344. But they shot themselves back into contention from the free throw line. They went 10 of 10 from the free throw line in the fourth to finish up 17 of 19. Um, <clears throat> still too many turnovers. Um, 19 for Texas Tech led to 23 ORU points. They did do a good job in the paint. They had 36 to ORU's 26. And how about this? Just four second chance points. In fact, it took into the third quarter before they got, before Oral Roberts got any second chance points. So you did a good job rebounding uh, with your defensive rebounds last night. They had 29 defensive rebounds. Oral Roberts with just seven offensive rebounds last night. So they move, uh, move their record to uh, eight and to nine and one in the season and have now won eight straight. And so they're uh, next in action next week against McNeese State. They'll play a couple games next week, break for Christmas, come back, play a game, and then <clears throat> get ready for Big 12 play on uh, New Year's Eve. So uh, Bree Scott went down with a – she went down hard and uh, landed on her backside, had to uh, leave the game for a little bit, then came back in. So any anytime she goes down, you kind of fear for her foot because she had – uh, foot surgery and was just limited to about eight games last year, uh, but better uh, better landing on her on her backside and uh, having a little discomfort there than uh, having discomfort in the feet. You can you can overcome that unless it's something really really bad. But sure, absolutely. You know, one of the things they wanted to do was they wanted to take an extra pass. They wanted to get great shots as opposed to good shots. Uh, they did a better job of that in the first quarter and the fourth quarter. Uh, they got into a little bit of foul trouble. Uh, in fact, uh, Katie Farrell fouled out of the game. Um, she's just the second uh, Lady Raider to foul out. The only other one that's fouled out was uh, Ella Tofeano. She's fouled out three times this year. Uh, but anyway, the bottom line was uh, you get the win. Uh, got to experiment with some different lineups. Um, but it's it's clear you need, uh, you need Bree in there. You need uh, Bailey Maupin to score. Riley McKinney, she had three big buckets in the fourth quarter um, that, that really helped uh, propel you to that victory or make it so that it wasn't close down the stretch. How about that? Yeah, it feels like uh, Maupin has slowed down scoring a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's teams now being able to scout her a little Probably, bit. I don't yeah. know if that's Bree Scott coming back and being the kind of the focal point of the offense where before it was previously Maupin and Riley McKinney. Um, but I tell you what, the, the stat line that jumps out to me last night that I, I just love, that clearly my, my kind of player, 
Katie Farrell scores just four points, but her plus minus was the biggest on the team at yeah. twenty one. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's that's a player that's uh, doing a lot of different things on both ends of the floor. She's scrappy. There's no question about it. And uh, I mean, when she's coming down the lane, uh, barreling at you, they they let her go. <laughs> they don't they don't they don't want anything to do with her, mm-hmm. which is which is which is good, uh, which is really really good. So. Yeah, you know, I think, uh, like you said, uh, you know, Bailey's uh, slowing down just a little bit. She was uh, 0 for 3 last night from beyond the arc, 3 of 6 from the field. But, you know, they have others to kind of pick up the pace. I'll tell you one thing that was really, uh, really cool is at the end of the first quarter, um, Kyla Freelon gets put into the game. There's one second left. Lady Raiders have the ball right in front of the – uh, Oral Roberts bench, so they're at the south end of the of the arena, and you know, Freelon gets the ball, uh, jumps up, gets the ball, and is able to put it in the basket. I mean, she's a she's a hurdler, state champion hurdler, and she you saw you saw that hurdling uh, experience come through, but it was just really cool, cool the way that that play worked because it was a design play. They were able to get her into the game, execute it, and get a couple of points. Here's the other wild wild stat um, from last night. Lady Raiders scored the first four points of each quarter last night. Okay, okay, good start. <laughs> so, they, so, anyway, just just kind of a little just a tidbit for you up there. Uh, Six thirty-seven this morning here on the morning drive. Red Raiders are next in action on Saturday against Jackson State. Two o'clock the coverage. Three o'clock the tip time from Houston. So, be interesting to see how everybody comes together. <laughs> Play as one. Let's see. Play hard, play fast, play together, right? That's the that's the mantra? Yes. Depending on who the coach is. I mean, no matter who the coach is, I guess I should say. No matter no matter who the coach is. Yates Flooring Center chat line is open. Go to DoubleT973.com for that or the mobile app. The uh, DoubleT973 mobile app is presented by Happy State Bank. Uh, this Lesson, don't get emotionally attached to any of our p- teams or players. My interest is pretty much gone. I'll check the scores, and that's about it. This, if I pay big NIL money for a player, do I get to mandate he will play no matter what? Mm, I don't know. Uh, this, I hope Tech I'm, repos I mean, Amex boot. Well, I mean, you don't get to make the decision as when no. Coach puts him in the game and when. So, to say when he will play no matter what, you don't, you don't get to make that decision. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think you get to. I mean, if you wanted to, and I wonder if this will happen at some point, if you wanted to say, <clears throat> I'll sign you th- to this NIL deal, you have to finish the entire year with the team, and, you know, or maybe you put stipulations in there. If you leave, the money goes back. Yeah. You know, this is contingent on. You staying with this particular team or program? Standard employment contract, in other words, for the full year or maybe yeah. your entire career, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. Do you think uh, Amac looked at this team and went, "Hey, man, I don't know if this team's going to be any good." I, I'm looking down the road here. Maybe there's another team that, that is going to go further in the tournament that I could uh, help a little bit more. My guess is that's not it. I, I mean, because he would have been a big factor for the team, in my okay. opinion. Okay. Um. No, I, I don't. I, I think it's more that he wasn't enjoying his time for whatever reason, whether he didn't get along with the staff or his teammates. I don't know. Okay. Your morning blend of sports. K-State is uh, coming off a big win over Oklahoma. Of course, the Red Raiders off their 
37-34, overtime win over number 22, Texas. And humor. I'm sure to tell them that. You, you suggested that. <laughs> and, of course, they got a big laugh. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Time for this day in sports history. Today is December 15th. 2022 jolly old man's revving up the ride getting ready to get out there and spread the joy and cheer and gifts amongst them and with some of that joy and cheer to spread amongst you is <laughs> jeff mcguire gonna start in <laughs> 1933 okay baseball owners agree to ban sunday doubleheaders until after june 15th huh i wonder why we talked about this one before, it feels like, trying to figure out what the reason was. Probably a year ago was when we talked about it, if I had to guess. I think it was more like, I don't know, 365 days ago. Yeah. 1946, the National Football League Championship took place at the Polo Grounds. Chicago Bears beat the Giants 24-14. to Record attendance of 58,348 at the final NFL title game played at the Polo Grounds. Hmm. 1973, Tennessee beats Temple 11-6 in a low-scoring NCAA basketball game. I was wondering what sport. Yeah. That's the old four corners. Dean Smith, hold on to the ball. I mean, I realize he wasn't the coach there, but... At Tennessee or Temple. <laughs> no, no, I get it, but I mean, that's what they did. I mean, that's what that's what teams did. They just get out there and hold the basketball. Can you imagine being the play-by-play guy in an 11-6 game? <clears throat> that would drive me nuts. Mm. I've done high school games before where teams have held the ball for the whole quarter. Yeah, because there's no shot clock in high school basketball. And, you know, the team that was a little bit, say, less athletic, probably the <laughs> underdog, the underdog right. against the much more athletic team. And they had a four point lead going into the second half. And they got the. Ball to start the third quarter, and they just ran out the entire third quarter. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I got to, you know, mention our weekly lineup coming up on the radio station, <laughs> other games in the area, gave scores and updates. Did and you talk about what you had for dinner and what you were going to cook that weekend? I did not. Okay. Did not. It's, you know, I try to keep the... it not about me, Chuck. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, and then every once in a while I go, yeah, he's still holding at the half court stripe. <laughs> you know. Coming up Monday at 2, we'll have the Rush Limbaugh show. <laughs> yep, he's still holding. Yep. 1980, Jamie Lent was a very happy kid. Mm. New York Yankee Dave Winfield becomes the highest paid baseball player. 10 years, $15 million. Woo-woo. Wow. 1.5. Let's go, Big Dave. 1982, three Kansas City Royals, Willie Wilson, Willie Akins, and Jerry Martin are suspended due to cocaine usage. Yeah, that was a that was a bad high for those three. I Willie Wilson would actually come back and play again. I, I don't know what I'm more surprised at. The fact that it was three Kansas City Royals or it was just three players that happened to be on the Kansas City Royals back in the 80s. I was surprised that in any grouping of three people in the history of the world, two of them were named Willie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I was surprised about. Willie Mays Akins. 
1997, San Francisco uh, 49ers retire Joe Montana's number 16. Seems like a pretty good idea. I might have to pull it out of the rafters now. I mean, I just saw that Brock Purdy's questionable for tonight. I mean, who else do they have to play quarterback? I mean, that's, that's their third-string guy, right? Mm-hmm. Going to their fourth one. Man, they've got some Texas Tech luck over there in San you know, Francisco. You know, the uh, speculation is is that Tom Brady wants to play for the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, had, I thought he did last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> he was one of their best players. Well, I, I, I think that was the beginning <laughs> of the recruitment of, uh, of those guys saying, see how well I can throw the ball to you? To, yeah. 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 2008 in the 74th Heisman Trophy Ceremony. Mm-hmm. The winner, Sam Bradford from Oklahoma. 2019, Raiders play their final NFL game in Oakland, conceding 17 unanswered second-half points to go down 20-16 to to the Jacksonville Jaguars, the team to play out their the rest of the season in Las Vegas in 2020. It is National Gingerbread Latte Day. Oh, I'm out. It's also National Lemon Cupcake Day. Hmm. I'll take. I'll, I'll do a little of that. If I were to ask you from the Red Raider basketball team in the last ten years, who has the smoothest shot? Mm. Men's team. I go with Moretti. Uh, that's a good answer, too. That's a good answer, too. Unfortunately, not Moretti's birthday today. It is Justin Gray's birthday today, who turns 27. Justin was interesting because Justin was one of the... I, I kind of feel like rare shooters. You could disagree with me here, Chuck. That was better shooting the ball off the dribble than he was just catch and shoot. And then that always amazed me. Yeah, he's he's... You know, spotting up, it didn't feel like I was nearly as confident as if he just, you know, one hard dribble, pull up, boom. That's my kid's game, too. She's way better off the dribble off than, the dribble. than just spotting up. Happy birthday to Don Johnson, who's 72. Rodney Harrison is 50. Jim Leland, 78. Art Howe, 76. And Mo Vaughn is 55. Oh, man, that's a good name from the past. Mm-hmm. That was a big boy. And on this day in 1993. He wasn't Royden, really, though, right? Move on? No, I think he just liked the buffet. <laughs> no, I think he was full. I wouldn't have guessed that uh, Art, was, Art Howe was was uh, within two years of uh, Jim Leland. I would have thought that Art Howe was younger than, younger. Yeah. than Jim, Jim, Jim Leland. Oh, he is. Jim Leland, 78. Art I, know, I know, I know. That's but younger. I, mean, I, I would have thought that would have been more. It's more younger. More younger. More younger. Well, that's really good grammar this morning. Yeah, it's this day in sports history. It doesn't matter. It's 1993 that we look to in history. History Schindler's List, starring Liam Neeson, in the true story of a German businessman who saved the lives of more than a thousand Polish Jews during the Holocaust, opens in theaters. It would be nominated for 12 Academy Awards and took home seven of them, including Best Picture and Best Director for Steven Spielberg. And that is this day in sports history. Funny moment in the Lady Raider game last night. It was late in the game. Finkner's doing the broadcast. And he's like, here's Winans. She puts a spin move on absolutely no one. 
All she had to do is take a step to the basket and hit a layup. She thought somebody was right there. Does a spin move and then misses the shot, and the Lady Raiders got the rebound. It's called scoring with flair, Chuck. <laughs> yes. A spin move on absolutely no one. <laughs> You're listening to the Morning Drive Podcast from Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3, recapping the night that was in the world of sports. A little bit later on tonight, uh, we'll have uh, the Astros and the Diamondbacks. That'll be at 8. And then the Rangers playing at Seattle uh, tonight. And also bringing some humor to your day. Wait. Was it pretty big? Yeah. I mean, it was impressive? It's, yeah. Was it fascinating? It was. I thought it was fascinating. It <laughs> kind of smelled, but I mean. <laughs> Hear the show live weekday mornings at 6 on Double T 97.3 or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Uh, let's see here. We get this. Chuck, did you get in trouble at the Christmas party yesterday? No, I did not. We need a recap on the Christmas party. Well, Jeff is the uh, President's Award winner, so congratulations to Jeff. Absolutely. I mean, that was a a tremendous honor to him uh, for his work uh, for all of our stations um, over the past year. So that's that's, uh, one of the two awards that you can win. So congratulations Mm -hmm. to to Jeff. That was was very nice, Mm -hmm. very Mm well-deserved. I thought the the funniest moment was... um, was uh, David Thetford, because uh, we did a white elephant gift exchange. And David Thetford, uh, of all the packages there, um, and they're wrapped in various things and, you know, you sacks know. and whatnot. You don't know who's is who's. You don't know who's is who's. And he picks one up, and uh, he pulled out a uh, Thetford Nashby cap with a bunch of coupons, and the uh, giver of that was none other than Gary Ashby. Gary Ashby, yeah. Yeah. I think my favorite was when, okay, you guys will have to help me out here, the little shot bottles. Yeah. What are they called? Fireball. Fireball yeah. bottles, mm-hmm. okay, were opened up. And initially one was opened up and it was like a 12-pack. Yep. Okay. And then a few people later, somebody else opened it up and it was a six-pack. And the 12-pack came from Gus, and the six-pack came from Steve. <laughs> so, Gus, so we know who's the better giver, right? That's right. We know who's Gus the better giver. Gus outdid Sneed, which Sneed does not like to be outdone. If right. any of you know Sneed, mm-hmm. Gus outdid him not on purpose. They had no idea. It just happened. It just happened. It was funny. And, and, uh, and then uh, was I right on my gift that I gave that uh, you would not have wanted it? Ironically, and my we, gift went first and Jeff's gift went last, and it was just it was just by happenstance. But it was just it was just funny how that how that worked out. But Choice selected what was what was essentially my gift. Yeah, and some spices. My yeah. uh, Mrs. Lent would have liked it. Yeah, yeah for your uh, yeah. steak and uh, and then in general, and then uh, a bottle of barbecue sauce that uh, mm-hmm. is, I think I, I don't know where the I don't know where it was produced, mm-hmm. but it was uh, one that one of my where I go to get my my grill and stuff, they uh, they use it to to cook with for their com- competitive uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Jeff, uh, I ended up selecting Jeff's gift. It was the last one. I was the last one to select, and Jeff was the last one left. And and uh, the young phenom and uh, his brother Boy Wonder will love it because it was uh, chocolate M and M's, it's Reese's Pieces, Junior Mints, Snickers bars. So um, I'm sure his. Reese's They're, peanut butter cups. Reese's peanut butter like cups. They, yeah, it right. got a loaded bag. No doubt, and I'm mm-hmm. sure that uh, the boys' parents will love that because we'll sugar them up. Sure, <laughs> sure. But according to you, that doesn't do anything to kids. 
Oh, right. That's right. That's, that's right. right. It doesn't, that's that's right. It doesn't affect them at all. That's right. Right. At all. I forgot mm. about that story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told you guys yesterday I had one goal, and my goal and hopes were that um, <clears throat> that somebody would leave with my gift, and they would be happy. I thought my gift, gift would be liked, okay? It was like a really nice Cowboys coffee mug and a cowboy's throw blanket mm-hmm. and at the end of the day it was just given away to somebody else somebody got it who wasn't a cowboys fan he just gave it away then like trade just gave it away i think he tried to trade with jeff mm-hmm. jeff wouldn't trade with him who, who got it chris <clears throat> okay so my gift failed miserably i left disappointed that i didn't it just give went a to gift. the wrong person i didn't give a gift that somebody wanted oh. the mm-hmm. person who got it for free yeah Loved it. Yes. And see, Choice traded away mine, and I don't know where I don't know where mine ended up. I, I think yeah. yours ended up with Gus. With Gus? Okay. No, with David. With David. I'm sorry. Oh, with David Thetford, right? Because David had the hat with the coupons. coupon on it, and Choice and decided he wanted all the coupons. Choice wanted the coupons. Yeah. Choice wanted the coupons. You know, if all he's got to do is work Saturday morning with Thetford Nashby, and they'll hand him a whole stack of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Joey McGuire. He's the head football coach of Texas Tech University. He was asked yesterday about his approach with the transfer portal he's got guys in it he's got some people that he wants who are in it to come here that have been elsewhere here's his uh, thoughts on that a lot of time it's one for one you know and so whenever uh you know the one thing that i think with having james blanchard and brian nance and sean kenny and jake Pittman is that's all they do like you got four guys and they have some student assistants that all they do is track that stuff whether it be high school kids or portal guys and so we're never caught off guard you know um whether it's uh somebody you know maybe that you thought was coming back that didn't we always have somebody ready to go that's uh, we're identified like hey this is if this happens this this is what we're going to do now now can you go get that guys now up to us as coaches to recruit them and and get them here but we're always ready i mean we have a list of hey if something happens here it's the same way you got to be the same way with injuries you know if something happens and you know to where it's a, a really bad injury where a guy possibly misses long term you got to be ready to fill that spot whether the guy is on your roster or somebody you got to go get i i uh no matter really who the head football coach or and i'll just say football because that's the that that organization deals with the most number of people but i i am always fascinated by the level of organization that it takes to run a football program to know that okay i've got four guys here they got student assistants that's their job you know it's our job as coaches to go get them and then they've got to design defenses and offenses and special team plays and they've got to keep it's just this big huge machine that just runs every single day 365 days 24 hours a day and on one hand you have to have great i think uh, organizational skills but i think you have to have great delegation skills and then i think you have to have great skills in terms of selecting the right people to put in those slots but i'm always amazed at just i'm just thinking going like how does he get everything done well he doesn't get everything done he's got a mass number of people to to get it done but but still you have to be organized to do that the beginning of the year when they take that picture and um like on the different levels like bleachers and, mm-hmm. and staff and 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 it's like 50 people now you know how they get that done well, yeah no i, I know <laughs> it's but a it's, lot of them i know for but, football. but it still t- it still takes somebody at the head of the snake you know to to make it all happen sure you know but i again yeah. i'm i'm 
maybe I'm, I might be alone on that. Uh, just I just I'm just fascinated. Well, by it's it. just part of the deal. It yeah, is, I mean, they, it have, is. they have to be good at a mm-hmm. lot of different things. It's not yeah. just about coaching football. Yeah, when to call timeout and stuff like that. And yeah. should we kick a field go goal? Go forward on fourth down. Go forward on fourth down. Or punt. Or punt. Yeah. Uh, here's uh, Coach McGuire with uh, his thoughts on the status for Sir Roderick Thompson and Baron Morton. 100%. Both of them are in great shape, uh, you know, as far as physically. You know, both of them was at ankles. Um, uh, Sir Roderick is, it was ran, ran last week whenever the vets conditioned. Um, you know, he was full speed today. Uh, same thing with Barron. Uh, in fact, Barron pulled one down during team compete and looked really good running. I was like, you feel a lot better, don't you? He said, yeah, I feel a lot better. So uh, he's getting closer and closer. I'd say he's probably about 90% as far as running, but you know, ready to go. So it's good to have. That 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 could be interesting once it gets to uh, to bowl time. You know, because you got now you're less than two weeks away. So you would think that he'd be healthier and healthier as you get as you get closer to it. You know, if something happens to Shuck or if it something falters, or do we do we see Baron Morton in some packages uh, against Ole Miss? Maybe I I wouldn't guess so though I feel like um, and Tyler's shown that he can run the football in in some situations as well so it's not like he's an immobile quarterback he's not he's not Donovan with his power running ability mm-hmm. but I don't know that Barron gives you so much more than Shuck. than Shuck does okay and it'll be interesting to see if Shuck decides to come back next year. I think that's I don't know if he has I don't know if he's going to announce anything or if he's just going to come back but. I mean, he he could go in or he could come back. Presumably, I'm guessing he would be back next year. Now, does he come back to Texas Tech? That's another question. Yeah, I don't think he'll be back next year at Texas Tech. Okay. Getting your sports day started the right way. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, breaking down the biggest games. If Texas Tech does not win the Big 12 Football Conference, who are you rooting for to win the conference? If Tech does not win it this year. Well, busting some chops along the way. I hold back on sending you stuff. I mean, I'm very, very, very judicious. We spend three hours a day, five right? days a week together. Why yeah. do, Why would yeah. we need to communicate during the weekends? <laughs> right. Save we it for the show. We, we, save, we do. We save it for the show. The- Tune into the Morning Drive Live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. All right, my question for today, mm-hmm. considering yesterday's news of Farda's <clears throat> AMAC yeah. announcing he is leaving the program, and you now know your roster is what it is. You are who you are. Where do you think the Red Raiders will finish the season in Big 12 play? Where in the standings? Okay. And where were you just before the season started? Uh, I think I was. Uh, I think I was fifth before the f- season started. Um, I think we were all fifth, weren't we? Yeah. Maybe Jeff said fifth or sixth. Somewhere between like four or five or six is where yeah. like that group is where I had him at the beginning of the season because I thought that group was behind the top three, but ahead of the bottom four. I don't know that I feel that way anymore. Yeah, right. No, no question. You know, it's it's almost like okay, well, <laughs> not to be just you know a total Richard, but man, who can you beat? <laughs> you know, it's like, it feels like everybody's improved, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like 
It's Big Twelve. It's been that way for a while. Yeah, no, it has. You're yeah. you're right. It's not I mean, new. No, it's it's not. You know the there's a there's a part of me that wonders. You know, with with what transpired down in Austin, how does that team you know respond? Uh, obviously, it's a top ten team right now. Uh, is that a team that's now galvanized and comes together, or is that a team that um, that's that splits a little bit? I, my my guess is it's going to be a team that. Uh, is galvanized and comes together um, because that uh, that now they're all on the same page. All right, so everybody's above five hundred right now. So I think you'll you'll finish above Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. I, I'm going to put you at um, seventh. I think you slipped to seventh. Okay. Yeah, I would put you above Iowa State, too, at this point. Um, but it's a lot closer to that than the other end where I thought you were at the beginning of the year. I'm going to go eighth. I think I think um, right now with this roster, Oklahoma State, I think Oklahoma State is clearly the, the 10 team. Mm-hmm. It might be a tie for eight with Oklahoma because I, I feel about you're about the same with OU. So I I think you're you're dropping back to about eighth. Um, you know, for the last few weeks you've struggled, and I've continued to say, but hey, you're going to add to the mix. You know, one of the biggest transfers in the country, guy that was conference player of the year a couple of years ago, was going to help you at both ends of the floor, uh, fourteen rebounds a game. I mean, that was going to be massive. 18 points a game. I mean, like I said, both ends of the floor, he was going to be a big factor. Yeah. That guy's not coming. He's not walking through that door. So, um, so who, do you, who would you have below Texas Tech then? The two Oklahoma schools. Two Oklahoma schools. Okay. Yeah, man. That, uh, that would be a failure season. But, I mean, you, you also look at this and go, okay, understandable with the losses that you have, but then you've got to figure out, okay, well, what – what transpired uh, inside that building with those relationships that led to, was there a common denominator in terms of why McCullough left, why Shannon left, why AMAC left? So let me read you this tweet from Fran Frischilla mm-hmm. yesterday afternoon. Came out, I think, at about 6 o'clock yesterday afternoon. I think the news about AMAC broke at one thirty or 2 o'clock or something like that. I have no idea... If this was what Fran Frischilla is referring to or not, we just know that it came out a few hours after AMAC announced he was leaving. Here's what Fran Frischilla tweeted yesterday. I am hearing that some talented college teams are starting to crack because of NIL payments not being made on time, NIL promises not kept, or jealousy among teammates. Not a value judgment on NAL, NIL, it's just human nature. The new normal. Again, no idea if this has anything to do with the Texas Tech situation. No clue. Okay? But, I will say this. If a guy like Fardaz Amak, who has no connection to this school, only comes here because of an NIL deal that's promised to him, if that's the reason he signed here, or if that was a major reason he signed here, maybe not the only one, but a major one, and suddenly 
his payments are not being made or they're delayed or he's not getting enough of what he was promised. Yeah, I guess you could probably see why a guy has no loyalty to the school and sure. says, I'm out of here. Sure. I'm not getting my money. I'm out of here. It's it's like the employee who feels like he's earned his bonus and hasn't gotten it or feels like he's been shortchanged on on his compensation by for whatever reason. You know, well, if you feel like that. I I heard this guy over here is making this much money. Sure. Why am I? I, I sure. work harder than him. Why am I not making sure. that much money? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that happens every day, right? So, so then, so, so I, again, I, I just want to be one hundred percent clear. He does not say this is Texas Tech. Yeah, but it came out a few hours after the news did. So maybe it is. Maybe it's a little bit about it. Maybe it's a hundred programs across the country. Maybe it's a program on the West Coast. I I don't know, but we know he covers the Big Twelve. We know he has a relationship with Mark Adams. Yeah, extremely close, right? Yes, and that came out yesterday afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and and the university per se isn't responsible for the uh, nil payments. Nil payments. No, there's no per se about it. They yeah. can't be. Then that right. would be that well, would be illegal. The reason I'm saying that is because you've got these, you know, these end of semester payments that the university in this, you know, this makeup of uh, cost of student living and all this other stuff. Oh, and they also can give them extra money for mm-hmm. good grades and all that. Yeah. But those are completely different deals compared than the, to this. Than the NIL, right. I mean, he's talking about NIL. Yeah. So I don't know if, uh, as you move forward, I mean, if, if you it, should make the university, <laughs> if you do that, then it's just basically, then it's just a, it's professional sports. We're almost there anyway. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. All right, uh, more on this uh, at 8 o'clock. Boom, boom, boom is next at 7.45. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, getting you ready for today's sports day. You know, three of the first four games have been at home, so you know at some point in time you're going to have to venture out outside the 806, so that'll be... That'll start this week. While having a little fun along the way. Always good if you can blame it on somebody else, right? Yeah, sure. Especially some media guy. Right, some media guy. Catch the show live weekday mornings from 6 to 9 on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3. Hey, good morning here on the morning drive. I was enjoying the tune this morning on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3 and double T 97.3.com. Sometimes, Jamie, you get lost in the wind. It happens. You know? Definitely happens. You get lost in the wind. The Hanukkah song has that effect on (laughs) me. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Jeff McGuire and Jamie Lynn, I'm Chuck Hines. Come to you from the First United Bank studio this morning and look forward to your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to DoubleT973.com for that of the mobile app. Benchmark Hotline is open too at 806-771-0973. We get this from Washed Up Guy. Many years ago in my coaching days, a young assistant in his 30s at Sands High School suffered a heart attack during a game and passed on the sidelines. It's always a tragedy to see young people pass, and I'm grateful for every day of my life. Washed up guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's profound. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just uh, all, those, all those things. It's in, incredibly, uh, incredibly sad. And as you, as you get older, um, age becomes younger. It's like, oh, he's... You know, because when you're 31, you think 61 is ancient. But when you're 62, you're like, 61 is, man, that's a young man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, completely different feel. Different, uh, completely different feel. We'll have uh, Lady Raider basketball with Krista Gerlich on the air tonight at 6. That'll be here on Double T 97.3 as uh, Coach Gerlich will 
visit about her team and um, what's ahead in terms of uh, Big 12 play and how they get ready for that and, and how they kind of take a look at things. I can tell you, uh, Jojo Wari, um, who's been sidelined uh, with, a, with an illness, and she, had, she had a health event um, that uh, certainly could have been very, very threatening to her, um, but she is now uh, going through individual workouts. I don't know if she's going to be able to get to a spot where they would make a decision about this year, but it's possible. Um, but you know, you, you kind of get to a certain point on those things where, okay, if it's, if it's deep into January or if it's early February, uh, why would you want to burn a year? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they, they, they may get to a point where they have a decision or they may just go, Hey, we're, we're, we're shutting down for the year, but I don't think that decision has been, has been made per se yet. So other than that, uh, I think her team's pretty healthy and, uh, ready to, uh, take on the task of the big 12 the question becomes is what uh what lies ahead uh in the big 12 conference because it's um it's going to be very challenging uh especially as teams have gotten better uh around them uh, also tonight we'll have nfl football for you on the air as uh the san francisco 49ers play at the seattle seahawks coverage at 6 30 today on uh, 100.7 the score so we've We've talked uh, quite a bit about the, um, you know, the the transfer uh, <laughs> portalness of uh, Fardos Amac. You you would have to think at some point in time that there will be more tightening of how this is going to work, right? I mean, w- regardless of whether it's football or, or basketball, you know, the the football portal is is open right now. as is the basketball uh, portal for a period of time um, as we're in in between semesters. And then there's another one that opens up like around May the 1st, May the 2nd for a couple of weeks after basically spring football and things end for the the spring semester to give people an opportunity to move freely, it seems, about the country. Um, but there, there's got to be more of a, a tightening of this, don't you think? Or we just continue to have this kind of wild west that's, that's going on here. But maybe that's the way it's just going to be. I would love to be on board with what you're saying. I just, I don't know that you can go backwards. Mm-hmm. I don't think you have seen the NCAA or anyone else be some sort of governing body that is willing to um, go against the student athletes here of what they want and put rules in place that are now would go against what is allowed now. And so you're asking for something that I think is legitimately needed, but you're asking for it to go backwards. And I just, man, I don't, I don't see it happening. Yeah, no. In, in general, it I ju- just, just doesn't don't. work, right? I mean, anytime, yeah. anytime you allow things, you know, you whether it's your as a parent, you're raising your kids, and you try to move the curfew back or you know, or or as an a boss or an employee, the uh, the rules change at your workplace. And well, wait, wait a minute. I mean, it's just like a, the speed limit. I mean, the speed limit on on Ninety Eighth Street and other streets around town changed. Everybody's like, whoa, whoa, what's what what's going on? You know, outrage, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm probably amongst them. It's like I remember, you know, 
You I know, didn't know that it had changed. Yeah, it's down to it's down to forty five uh, on ninety eight on ninety eight Street, and mm-hmm. and they've and they've been helpful with you know little flags over the over the speed limit sign so that you can even though they have a speed limit sign they have mm-hmm. a nice red flag over the speed limit sign to get your attention that there is a speed limit here. It's not just a mm. racetrack. There's a strategy for that. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> I do. I, yeah. I wish occasionally you would say something dumb that I could refer occasionally, back to. Occasionally? Yeah. Goodness, I give you numerous opportunities every day. You just have to remember them. Right, I have to remember them. Yeah, that's See? the key. Yeah, I have to have to, have to to remember them. That's 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 part of my part of my problem. Oh, yeah. oh by, the, by the way, I did, uh, I did have a message uh, delivered to me for you uh, last night at the basketball game. Um, Anne wants you to know that she hand-delivered Mark Finkner and I chocolate chip cookies yesterday um, at the basketball game. But she didn't give you any of the good stuff. Well, no, we, I, they were really good. I mean, she didn't nice hook soft. you up with the oatmeal raisin. I I, I think my order yeah. was for chocolate chip cookies. I am a little disappointed that Ann didn't have a bag for you to give to me. <laughs> I thought that was. I, I actually yeah. thought that's what was happening. Yeah. So the fact that she wanted you to know that she did it, but didn't have any for me, almost feels like Nana Nana Boo Boo. I am giving these to Chuck and Fink, and you are not getting any. I, I am. I am. I'm. I'm. I'm very hurt right now by Ann. <laughs> Yeah. I honestly, I, I know a lot of ands that hurt me, but that's that's another one. <laughs> I honestly thought when she told Jamie, I was I was getting ready to say these are for him. him. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Just throwing that at me during the Christmas season. Yeah. Man, that's 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 harsh, Ann. All right, a couple things here from the Yates Morning Center chat line we'll get to. One of them is this. I suppose we'll never know the rest of the story, but his body language and attitude on the bench and with Bacho on Tuesday gave no clue that Amac was unhappy here. Maybe wishful thinking, but I'm hoping he changes his mind. Yeah, I think that's wishful thinking, but yeah, it, it is very strange, isn't it? You've been listening to the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. For more from Lubbock Sports Station, go to double T 973.com.